0: Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Car Thoughts with David, episode number 65. Thank you guys so much for listening to the show, and I really appreciate all of the support that you guys have given me. It really means a lot to have an audience who's listening to the show, and I want to try and provide more and different types of entertainment value for you in this show. So this particular episode is going to be my attempt to record an audiobook. It's a short story that I wrote called The Business of Earth, and um, it's based off of a dream I had, and I wrote it down as quickly as I could, posted it, and this is not the science fiction novel that I'm currently working on, uh, but this is one that I uploaded to make it a Kindle ebook and just to see what that process was like, so I kind of self-published this one through Kindle, and... I'm going to try and read it for you guys as an audio book and see what you guys think. So without further ado, here is The Business of Earth. We have been running for so long, sometimes I forget what it's like being in one place. Hunted by our pursuers relentlessly for taking something that didn't even belong to them, and now two years later, here we are. This is how it all began. In 2091... Every corporation has control as the governments crumbled and broke down. So the richest men and women of the world started buying up land to make their own countries and their own laws. These new world leaders were fierce, and you didn't cross them unless you had a really good reason. And that is how this whole thing got started. Mary and I were ethical hackers. We were some of the best, working in the government offices on the land currently controlled by Walmart. It was one of the first new superpowers in a new world, and so we moved here because we figured it would be the best place to live if we could get a job. Unfortunately, the country had all the same problems as every other one did, and surprisingly, there were plenty of people without jobs here too. I didn't know much about the world before the world was saved by uber-rich businessmen, other than that the world... W- of total chaos, and there was senseless violence. All of the historical information was forbidden for anyone to know. There were rumors that the world's true history was stored on servers somewhere, and that those in power had access to read it about the old world, but most people believed that it was nothing more than an urban legend. That day I was working at my desk, and I got an email that had a very odd subject. It also wasn't from anyone within the country. I puzzled over this because spam emails had been wiped out almost 50 years ago, along with the last ounces of privacy, so how did an email from someone outside get in? Now, there were still buttons for us to press to report inappropriate emails, mostly because if you opened it and read it and didn't report it, there was a good chance that you could be fired, too, because you didn't report it. I did not know if this would be the correct course of action, or if there was somewhere else the email needed to go. I decided to start a trace to see how the email got through, and while it was running, my curiosity was running wild, so like a fool, I opened it. Inside, I saw that it had also been emailed to Mary. The subject of the email, after decrypting it, was, Steal back our history, and it read as follows. We have been watching the two of you and you are very good. Our world's history has been hidden from us and we think you can help. Our organization has seen a screen capture of the data we need, but the person that sent it got captured before we could get the data out. Attached is a server name and files we were looking for. We would like you to hack in and transmit the data files to our servers And then we will wire you 50 million credits to a secure PayPal account. I was just about done reading that by the time Mary showed up, pale as a ghost, and I thought I knew why. She looked at me and said, do you think it's true? I told her, I don't know, but I decided that it wouldn't hurt to ping back both servers to see if they are real. There were so many computer systems that it was impossible to know everyone by name, so I justified it by thinking when I was asked that I was simply researching it so that I could prove that the data to my supervisor. To my surprise, both were real, and though I knew I shouldn't really, I really wanted to take a peek inside. Curiosity was one thing that no matter how much the giant pharmaceutical syndicates tried, they haven't been able to totally stamp out. As these new corporate-run countries vied for bigger market share of the planet Earth, they wanted a means to subdue us. So they started introducing chemical compounds into our foods to try and weed out aggressive behavior and help make us more compliant. It didn't always work, but those that remained independently mined after eating the food and drinking the beverages from childhood usually vanished, sent off to an island designated for those who didn't conform. No one really knew much more than that, and the fact that if the chemical treatments they received worked, they would return to their country of origin, who knows if that ever happened. For all we knew, they sent them to the moon to work in the indentured labor force to help build the city and dome for our first of probably many settlements there. This one was owned by McDonald's, and their slogan for their Move to the Moon campaign for those rich enough to afford it was, ba-ba-ba-ba-ba, I'm on the moon. I hated those ads. But I had to admit, it was catchy. McDonald's never really got into the land war, because from the time before, They owned all the land that their franchises set on, so other corporations never really bothered them and, well, people had to eat right. I sat there at my desk, all of these thoughts flying around me as I felt myself giving in to the intense curiosity that was devouring my willpower whole. I looked at Mary and told her that I was going to do it. She just stared at me, and I could see that she wanted to know what was on those servers too. I knew I only had a few minutes before someone would be at my desk asking about the email, so I worked with a purpose and created a bogus admin account and started logging into the server. Once inside, it was amazing how much data was there. Over 50 zettabytes of data, and thank goodness I knew where to look. I navigated to the data and opened a connection to the server and started copying the files. I knew that the data monitors wouldn't stop the transfer because since it was a request from the government office of Walmart, they would assume it was supposed to happen. So I logged off, told Mary that we were leaving, just as my supervisor, Mr. Alvarez, arrived at my desk. He had a few printouts in his hand and didn't seem surprised to see both Mary and me there together. He simply shook his head and told us both that we had been terminated for not reporting the email yet. Public firings were commonplace to keep the other workers in line, and because our altered states of being from all the chemicals we were fed, firings rarely ever happened, but when they did, you knew it. All right, and before we had known what hit us, there we were, already people snapping pictures to post on social media that they actually saw someone get fired. So yay, I was celebrating and at the worst possible time. Since I was about to be a fugitive for committing a capital crime of data smuggling too. But I wasn't about to tell Mr. Alvarez that. I logged off my computer, walked out as people continued to live video stream our exit. We didn't have much money, but I hailed an Uber auto cab from my phone and put in the destination of a hotel on the edge of the border where we could hopefully sleep one night and think about where to go in the meantime until we saw if we really got the money the cab took off and flew us to a hotel about 45 minutes and the ride blew through as a good chunk of my money the reason i was willing to pay it and go to this hotel is it was right up against the wall that had been erected around the country so we wouldn't have to go far to escape across the border of samsung i walked up to the check-in terminal and booked a hotel for a week so as not to look suspicious, and added the Wi-Fi package and tapped my phone to the terminal to pay. I needed Wi-Fi for two reasons. One was I intended to hack into the hotel system and change the room number that it said I had to another so that the authorities would go to the wrong place. Secondly, I would need a little bit of privacy shield so I could order some new clothes, some equipment from Amazon, using their one-hour drone delivery, And the other was to see logins to this PayPal account to see if those credits had been deposited because I really needed the money. After completing both tasks, Mary informed me that she had ordered us dinner from McDonald's and the drone would be here in a couple minutes. I sat down on the edge of the bed and ran my hands through my hair. What was I thinking? We were going to be labeled nonconformists and sent to the moon to work grueling construction jobs. Just then, the drone arrived with our meal, and as Mary took the package for them, the drone joyfully bleeped. Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba! I'm on the moon. Yeah, no kidding. Well, it was my fault, and if my fate was the moon, I was going to run as far as I could to get away from here before I was sent there. We ate, and as we were finishing up, the drone with our new phone's laptop's clothes arrived. Thankfully goodness, the money was deposited because I wanted to go out with a bang, and we had the nicest equipment and clothes that Amazon produced. In the middle of the night, we were awakened by a call from the hotel's automated front desk that we should remain in our rooms as the police had arrived and two dangerous criminals were in the building, and for us to not leave our rooms. I said nothing. I did not want the hotel to have a sample of my voice on the call to identify me with. Mary was already awake from the call and the sounds of the commotion outside. I told her to get dressed and grab her phone and laptop and to get them in the bag because we were going to go out through the balcony and try and climb down to the wall so we could jump over into Samsung. She moved with a purpose, as did I, and we quickly and quietly opened the door and walked into the frigid night air and began to climb down. I didn't even know I was afraid of heights until that moment that I knew it was that or the moon. And the moon is a little bit further up than the eighth floor of our hotel. So I gritted my teeth and worked my way down. The wall came up to the third floor and we were able to reach it in a couple minutes. And thankfully, there were plenty of shipping crates that had been pushed up against the wall to form makeshift houses for those too poor to live in apartments because we couldn't jump three stories. We jumped and walked across to the point where we could slide down a lamppost and I had a heart attack when a cat that was sleeping nearby hissed at us angrily for waking him. As we cautiously walked down towards the city to see if we could find a safe passage to one of the other countries that competed with Walmart that might offer us asylum, a car landed in front of us. At first I thought it would be the police, but instead it was an autocab. And a young man stepped out. He just smiled at us and said, Greetings, I am Donovan Crocker, and I would appreciate it if you came with me. We have much to discuss about the world's history. To be continued. So, I know it's not great. It was a dream. It was a garbled dream. But that is what I came up with. That is the story that I wrote. And I, I hope you enjoyed it. Like I said, I wanted to try something a little bit different, and this is my first soiree into the land of narrating anything. I've never done this before, so you know. Let me know what you think. You can definitely reach out to me on Car Thoughts Dave, Twitter, and Patreon, and you can uh, reach out to me on Facebook at Car Thoughts with David. And if you're interested in the book you can find it on Amazon. Uh it's simply the business of earth. And if you'd like to leave a review, um you know definitely feel free. I'd appreciate that. I'm not necessarily asking you to buy the book unless you liked it. <laughs> but uh you know I just wanted to try something different like I said. So with that, I'm going to leave you guys with these final thoughts. Go out there and do something creative. Take a dream and turn it into a reality. That's what I did. I took a dream, a literal dream, I wrote it down, and I published it to Amazon through self-publishing for Kindle. And, you know, I haven't sold a single copy. But you know what I did? I took a dream and made it real. So, that is my message for you guys today so with that thank you guys so much for listening as always and car thoughts out